get off the golf course today, you could have some moments that will change the course of your life. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes and with me, our summer guest, Jenny Hayes. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. By popular demand. People said we need more Jenny. I did not hear that, but thank you very much. I'm glad to be back. You must not be on Twitter. I am on Twitter, but I don't uh, currently look at my Twitter. Are you on golf Twitter? No. Probably better. Better that you're not. Um, it's, It's very rare that something happens in professional golf that makes me want to talk about on the podcast, but we had, there was a, I guess a good weekend at the U S open good storylines with some of my people. Yeah. So you said that you hadn't been this excited about a golf tournament since 2019 tiger at the masters. It's true. I felt the same way. Yeah, I mean, we had Ricky and Rory potentially making the final group. Either of them could have won. would have been a great story if either of them did win, but instead they both lost. And that's and here we are. But there's still more there's more to, there's more to the story than that, which we'll get to. But I don't think there's anyone any two golfers we've been waiting longer for to win a major. It's a major, right? Yeah. Yeah. The US Open is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but now when I'm when I say it out loud I second guess myself. It's kinda silly. It's like the major. Right. I heard one of the announcers say he's playing for his national Mm. tournament. Yeah. The United States Open. I've never heard anyone say that before. Yeah, they kinda play it up a little bit. He was born in this country. Then I, I literally had to think, oh, there's a British Open. There's etc. Opens. There's probably a South Africa Open. There's probably a Mexico Open. I just never thought about it for our country. Yeah. Well, I mean, they the other countries don't quite pay as much as the U.S. Open. So I think that's why you know, it gets all the fame. It's also one of the oldest ones. They've been doing it a really long time. But Rory... Not from America. They weren't talking about him. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. They are talking about Clark or Ricky. I'm just putting it out who there. Who are both American. Um, so after, after Saturday, so Saturday, uh, Clark and Ricky were in the final group and Rory was, was one ahead of them. And they all kind of gave these press conferences after Saturday going into Sunday. And they talked about, well, Ricky, they asked Ricky something. And he said, he said, after going through the last few years, I'm not scared to fail. I've dealt with that. We'll just go leave it out there. I'm not scared to be wherever we're at. Okay, we'll we'll come back to these. So that was Ricky's. Rory was talking all week about how he's been pulling up old footage of himself on YouTube from when he won majors in like 2011 and just like getting a sense of like who he was and how he played 
back then when he was winning the most tournaments. And and then Clark, they talked about it, how he had uh, like this mantra that is he's got a sports psychologist and their, his mantra for the week was just play cocky. And he reminded himself of it every 100 times during the final round, he said. So they each had... They each had a thing that was kind of outside who, you know, who was going to actually win the tournament. That's what we talk about on our podcast a lot is like, what are you playing for? Like, what's the purpose? And this is the first time that I can remember in, uh, not, not that it was the main story, but in like a big event, like we had like very specific, like different purposes for each of the top people. Ricky used to be such a good player. He, him and like Spieth were, you know, they were like equals at one point. Now he's not even close. Like uh, one year Ricky won, not he, he didn't win, but he would finish in the top five in every single major in the same year, which is really hard to do. Has Ricky won a major? No. Okay. He's won the players, which they tried as like the fifth major. Okay. Okay. No one cares. Yeah. So that's his biggest win, his Players' Championship. That's on TPC Sawgrass with the Island Green. And so anyway, he, he's like, you know, to say that he's at a place where he's like not afraid of failing anymore means that he used to be at a place where he was afraid of, where he was afraid of failing. So probably in like over the past, you know, I don't know, five or six years, he like played in a way and he was like afraid of, of failing at that time. Um, he, last year he didn't even like qualify for the US Open, he was like the first alternate, which means that if anyone like drops out at the last second or gets hurt, he would be in. So he like went to the tournament. Yeah. And was just waiting and he didn't get in. I do feel like Ricky has been at a really low point recently with his career. Like lower than Rory. Um well, yeah, I just, mean he didn't make the Ryder Cup. R- Rory's I mean yeah. Rory's always been the top but, five golfer but, in the world, his ranking. He's been making right. lots of money. Ricky. I'm just try, I'm just um I'm thinking about, you know, where each of these guys were at coming into the tournament. Like you yeah. said, I feel like we've wanted Rory to win just as much as we've wanted Ricky to win, but probably for different reasons, like since Rory is always close. Yeah, Rory's a little more realistic. And then he kinda chokes. Yeah. And Ricky just kind of fell off the map, even yeah. though he was my favorite golfer for a long time. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, you and have and Wyndham Clark, wow, that guy. Never seen him before in my life. Yep, and he won. Um, that's what happens. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. Um. So, Ricky was at a place where he used to be afraid of failing, but now. He was not afraid of doing that anymore, and so like well maybe he maybe he found out that in the midst of the round he was still afraid of failing, and that's why he didn't do that good on Sunday. But still, like that was like his place to play from. Like you know, in our last podcast we were talking about those people at the wedding that like they need a pl- they need a place to to play from for or they need a way a perspective on golf um, that's that's up beyond like just winning or losing their their match or the hole or whatever they're going for and so usually on professional golf it's like the only thing that matters to these people is winning is winning or losing mm-hmm. but so it's like pretty unique that we had this event where we have 
Ricky saying like he can play from a place where he's like not afraid of failing anymore. We have Rory who's in the midst of like trying to like remember like who he is at his best or maybe just like who he is, you know, the best parts of himself and, and like play from there, which that's like a pretty like interesting place to play from. Like he's not trying to be somebody he's not anymore. Like when, when Bryson, you know, got like really chubby and strong and started like hitting it really far. Like Ricky or Rory said he like tried to copy some things and like tried to chase distance and hit it far like Bryson and he didn't do that good. So, um, wow. So that's an example of him just like not trying to be, you know, not, not trying to be himself, but like trying to copy, you know, not, not necessarily copy someone else, but just like in search of like always getting better and better. Like people in golf, like always try like strange things. I think also when you're famous for that long, you know, you're a professional athlete. I think you probably, you yourself kind of get like away from, like you're kind of larger than life. And I think it's probably hard not to buy into some of that and probably lose your way. Buy into what? Buy into like the fame monster. Like, you know, I have, uh, I'm the best. Like, um, and thinking like, oh, for sure I'm going to win like so much more. Look what I've done so far. And then, you know, but you have to stay humble in golf. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he ever like cared that much about, I think he was like really happy when he won, but he never seemed to like really want to win. Definitely not like saying like Tiger wanted to win. Where, like it was the only thing he cared about. Like Ricky mm-hmm. and Ro- I mean, Rory, Ricky for sure. Ricky, tons of commercials and stuff, but Rory as well, like never had that like killer instinct yeah some of these other people do speaking of killer instinct when i was watching and i was thinking about these guys these younger guys close you know close to winning then i pictured tiger when he's kind of doing his thing in a tournament and how just like in the zone he is and how like a smile to the crowd is like rare because he's just so focused and he's just like stone cold and I mean, there's a reason why he does that, right? Mm-hmm. And you were talking about how, like, Ricky had his water bottle thing this week. Yeah, like what? Do you want to um, well, I'm just, I'm just kind of thinking about, yeah, but describe, you, like, how to get it done. Maybe people haven't seen his water well, bottle. Well, so okay, so I mean, you, I didn't notice it. I wasn't watching as closely, but um, Ricky apparently, after every shot, his caddy would pass him his water bottle. And he'd walk with it. And it happened so many times. It seemed like, okay, this is definitely a thing that he's doing. This is like a, a ritual for him. Um, probably to keep his head in the game, right? Or like to yeah. stay focused. And mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen like guys chewing gum out there before. But like I was just thinking of how Tiger definitely is kind of like putting putting something on when he's there and it's not for the crowd he's he's literally just he's got to like remain as serious as possible to yeah. to win it and these guys like i don't know they have to find their their thing i guess yeah you mean to yeah because no one's at the same level as tiger but that's kind of not but still it's like how do how do you maintain your cool i guess you're like you know I don't know. I'm think. I'm just wondering, like, what it takes to win a major, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you have to play good golf. There's lots of things to 
You have to be playing good. I don't know. Like, Wyndham Clark, he just won. He hit the best shots. Yeah. It's just kind of what happens. Are you going to talk about Brooks his putting? Um, no, I, I guess I'm trying not to, like, I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say, maybe I'm not being clear enough, is that, like, it's almost not that interesting, like, what happened on the course itself. Like, what was more interesting is, like, these backstories and, like, what was going on, like, for each of these guys as they were as they were playing. Like, Wyndham Clark, he said his mantra was to play cocky, and he had to remind himself about 100 times when he played, which is, like, five times per hole. And so that must mean he's not, he's, like, not a very confident person or a confident golfer. And so, like, he had to, like, play into that. He, like, recognized that that was a weakness for him, and so he had to play into that, um, that mindset and that focus. And, like, that's what it took for him to win. Um, for Ricky to win is probably he had to not be afraid of failing anymore. Mm-hmm. For Rory to win, it had to be that he's not trying to be like someone else, but almost like uncovering like who, you know, who he is at his best, um, which I think are all like, un- they're all just all like very unique and like personal places like to play golf, to play golf from. Yeah. I mean, which that's, it's really cool that we, know all that yeah and so i think the the you know the lesser thing to take away from it is like when you're most people don't don't like do that work to think about it like what they're going for or what they're playing from or anything like that for i guess i would say like you could do it for you could this could be a golf conversation but this could also be just like a life conversation like what are your like what are people's ten what are your tendencies and like how do you want to either like live out of them or live like in opposition to them right well i mean yeah i don't know well what i mean do you feel like do you have like do you have like mantras do you have things that you do to make yourself i don't know live the life that you want to live or um i have in the past i've had things that I tried to tell myself um, or just like little reminders, I guess. I'm trying to think now of what one of those is, but um, I mean, I think it's important just to, in general, like, like in golf, we talk about the mental state, right? Or like your mental place yeah. going into it. And I, I mean, I'm a huge like proponent of like therapy, working on yourself. Um, but the whole reason of that is just so that you're like kind of looking inward and like, I don't know. I think I've found that figuring out why I'm thinking a certain way or like why my thoughts are happening a certain way tends to help me have clarity um i don't know if this is making any sense but i definitely thought with ricky he has to like i mean for a few years now i've been like he needs to work on his mental game like whatever that looks like um i mean for me it happens more around my job i guess like my mental game 
Yeah. So do you have like, are you intentional about that? Because I feel like most people aren't intent. Like most people aren't intentional. Most people are just like. I guess there's some people who are like Tiger, who it's like, well, the only thing that matters is is winning, and I'm gonna destroy everyone in my path, and just anyone who gets in my way is just getting in the way of me winning, because he kind of just like treats people in his life terribly, and mm-hmm. you know, like he just like he broke up with his girlfriend. He was like, we're going on a trip to, you know, the Bahamas, and then they drove to the private airport and he got out of the car and was like, you can talk to my lawyer now. And the lawyer was like, you know, you're no longer what? tiger. Yeah. What? Yeah. When did this happen? Like a month ago. A mo- what? Maybe two months ago. Yeah. I thought so he like was suing him. Or what? But yeah. I thought he was all like in this Buddhist mindset. Yeah. No, he's not. He, what? He's not. Yeah. He's just the same. He's the same. Okay. He's always been. I mean, he smiles a little bit more. He's nice. Right. He texts Justin Thomas more often, but. Uh, wow yeah he's still just the same so so anyway that's just an example of the way one some people do it where it's like oh let's just make let's just like make the most money as possible and just like see uh it doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter mm. you know who i you know who gets in my way but i'm gonna like yeah. go through them you know you could yeah i don't i guess i don't know many people like that but i'm sh- sure they're out there we've been watching mm-hmm. lots of succession so mm-hmm. um, well i guess i mean i'm a teacher yeah. and so bringing this back to myself a little bit, I've sometimes struggled to find like whether I'm doing a good job. It's hard to know always um, how to quantify it, I guess. And so I had these lessons where I'd think like, oh, like I don't know what I'm doing or that went really poorly. But then you have days where you're like, oh, that went so great and everything was clicking and, you know, the kid had fun and I had fun and, Um, something I've tried to do is like really remember and hold on to those good days and like reflect on them intentionally so that I don't always kind of go back to that negative state or that negative mindset because I think, I mean, I, we talked about this last time, how like the negative thoughts outweigh the good. Um, so is your like place, like, do you have like self-doubt is that the place yes yeah the biggest like inhibitor for you yeah and and also it's been hard i'm i've been a teacher maybe like 10 years now i guess 10 or 12 sometimes it's hard to know kind of like like what's the goal of teaching i mean you're a golf instructor too it's like i i mean i work with kids to help with math and it's like is it is what's most important that they know the math or is what's most important like they know how to persevere and like, you know, yeah. follow through on something or um, face a challenge or take a test without feeling really stressed out. It's like what I found is I'm more valuable on the relational side of things. And like you can't actually quantify that too much except for like the fact that you build a relationship with someone. Um but that's really where, like, the work of teaching is. It's not really, like, you know, that they can memorize their multiplication facts. At the end yeah. of the day, I mean, they're going to get by without that. So it's more about helping them become better people. But that took me a long time to realize because the education system's all about, like, you know, pass-fail or... 
are your kids improving on their test scores, et cetera? Yeah. So it sounds like you need a little of you need a little of um Wyndham's you know, Wyndham's juice of like Yeah, I mean I'm thinking when he says be cocky, I'm yeah. thinking be aggressive. Like that's what I yeah. would say. I hear it as be confident, like yeah. Some of those swings he was some of those shots he hit were like really like confident shots. There were no like Rory didn't have any of those on Sunday. Rory just like he played really good, but it was just like very really good, but like just a standard very good. Like he made like two mistakes. He three putted on a par five and then on a par five he, with a wedge he hit in the bunker. So those were his slip ups, but he didn't do anything like excellent. Um which which is what he needed to do you know clark had like a few like incredible up and downs and then he had this three wood into the par five but basically won in the tournament it um, takes guts yeah that's what he had yeah but he but so like he like rory has tried like it's been interesting like following rory because he's almost like tried on like different hats over the last like 10 years it's been like nine years since he's won a major so he's tried on different ways of of like being since then like he's tried to be he's tried to be like the confident like i'm just like i'm the best player i'm just gonna go out and make a bunch of birdies like i'm gonna walk with a strut my step like on purpose even when i'm not playing the best like and that didn't that didn't really work wait him. what was that a thing the I mean, strut he kind of does I mean, you, you yeah i've noticed about? that he walks like though yeah. i didn't know that was like a strategy it, had to, it has to be okay yeah i mean i think they think especially rory he's thinking a lot about He's thinking a lot about these things, so so it like seems like he's try. He's like, okay, that's one way of going about it, and he like tried that on. It didn't didn't necessarily work. Now he's at a place where he's like almost like going for something, like something simpler. Like I'm just he's saying he said in that thing like I didn't I didn't have to hit driver everywhere when I was winning. I I like controlled the game, and I don't. Know, he said more about it, but that was. So that's that's just like some of the options, and that's how he chose. He's choosing to go about it right now, and that's what's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to see if it works. It right. Seems like it's going to work. I mean, he's really close. He's been close. He almost won at St Andrews, and he almost won this one. Did good at the Masters. Like he's. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all waiting for Rory to have another great win. I mean, he's he's just one of those players that's so dynamic and so fun to watch. And he's also just a great guy. It's kind of like on and off the course, everyone's rooting for Rory. Yeah. Um, how about what? What would you say in your golf? What's in your in your memory of your golf game? What's your uh, like? What what mantra do you need? What, where, where do you like tend to fall? Where does your mind go? In golf. Yeah. Because what you're saying last time, you're like, I just play for fun. Like, yeah. So that would mean, that would make me seem like your well, mind, your mind tends to go towards just like, like apathy and like detachment from like what's actually happening, which is just like a defense mechanism from right. like keeping you from actually like trying and like of keep making you make it impossible for you to fail. Yeah. I mean, I, I said that and then I reflected on that episode and right after I felt like, oh, I actually do enjoy doing well at golf. You know, I'm not like 
I kind of talked a big talk about just going out there and not caring, but I do care a little bit and it is more fun when I hit a good shot or when I make a birdie or a par. Yeah. Um, so I think, I mean, my, my mindset, I guess, when I go into it is still to have fun, but I'm kind of usually like reminding myself of things you've told me, like thinking about my belly button, which you told me one time. Mm. It's like random yeah, things. What they say. I don't, I don't Something about like, like turning my belly, like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, like, sure. Something, <laughs> I don't know. Um, or I'm thinking of my backswing. I actually have a lot of swing thoughts, which I'm not supposed to, yeah. I think. Well, maybe that maybe that could be a place. Maybe you need a place. Maybe yeah. you need a place for more, more freedom, more trust in yourself. Yeah. But it's um, inter- what I'm, or, I mean, I mean you keep know, going, is there, or is that it? Like, what's the thing? It's just interesting to, like, think think about what it is. Most people don't think about it. Like, what's my... Out. Yeah, like, what's your goal? tendency? What, well, what's your, ten- what's your fault? What's the thing that, like... Ke- keeps you from maybe doing your best or from having like the best experience that you could have and then like then what would the opposite of that be in the same way like, these guys had one like ricky was afraid of like afraid of failing that's probably not your thing right right now ricky's like i'm not afraid of failing anymore rory was like trying to be somebody else right kinda. and he's like i'm not doing that anymore clark was like really like probably doubtful and didn't have like confidence in himself so he's like i need to, I need to like play cocky well I d- and so like you're different like you're not gonna be like i'm gonna play cocky like you're kind of a you're not that experienced of a golfer like that wouldn't that'd no. be a stupid thing to do for you i mean i have trouble aiming to be honest <laughs> i try i've uh, tried different strategies to aim straight yeah. mm-hmm. like it doesn't i don't it's really hard. know it's hard Golf's i'm not a sideways sure game you gotta stand on the side of the ball it's hard a sideways game yeah Okay, I've never heard that. You're not. It's not like bowling. Bowling is. Oh, I understand on. why yeah. you're saying sideways. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I can picture it. <laughs> but um, no, like, I think when I've played the best, back to swing thoughts, I've kind of been able to just pretend I'm confident and push any thoughts out, and just like kind of been more in a meditative state. And then I've played better. So quiet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quiet the thoughts. Um, But, you know, I just thought of a quote that's helped me in teaching. Okay. And I saw it at a school early on in my career. It said, just like the butterfly, I too will awaken in my own time. Okay. And I've carried that with me forever. And why I like it is because it's like... I'm not on anyone else's timeline, right? Um, My greatness or, you know, my uh, path to being like an expert teacher or the best that I can be, that's just for me, right? It's my own time. Like, I just like that because it, it makes it so much more personal, like your journey. Sure. Right? And... There's nothing more like beautiful or more magical than a butterfly emerging from a cocoon, right? Like it's, I don't know how long it takes, but like, whatever. Now I'm talking too much. I'm over, I'm over talking about this, but 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a beautiful quote. Yeah, no, I mean, it's good. I'm just, does it, I, I guess I want to push you back towards thinking about, thinking about golf and what you, what, like, I don't know, you just have a different perspective than, like, me and Jansen or Pete have on, on golf. And so, like, could somebody like you find, like, a mantra or a play, we call it, like, one thing we call, it, like, your ethic. Like, what's your ethic of golf? Like, what are you going for? when you're playing like are you and so it's like sounds like you like one option would be like you're going for like for like stillness or more like like meditative state and so then it's like um your that's just like your what you're going out for each time you play and if you do that you either do it or you you kind of do it a lot or, or you don't do it that much and then that's but like that's what you're out there for yes which is bigger which is a bigger thing than However many pars you make. Yeah. But I've never golfed by myself. Yeah. Which I feel like would help me towards that goal. Maybe you could. Because I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I just, playing with other people, you get the chatter. Playing with you, I'm getting a lesson, which is great. Not always. (laughs) No, no, we play, it's fun. But I'm just saying it takes a while sometimes to like get in the zone. Yeah. When you're with other people, doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, but I know, but that could be your like. Now so that you rec- my point is now that you recognize that that could be your, could still be your focus. Like you can still have fun with other people, but then, right? How can you quiet? Because it's really probably more about quieting your own voice, right? Than than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else? To, who, um, well, it sounds like you're more like Wyndham, <laughs> the winner, the champion. What? Yeah, just like little lack of confidence. Um, uh, either Wyndham or Rory, not, not, you're not, or Wyndham or Ricky, not Rory. I'm trying yeah. to think. It seems like everyone, they're just like useful archetypes for the conversation. Yeah. Okay. You know what else I've thought of recently about yeah. teaching? Because yeah. I think about this stuff all the time. Is like, I spent so many years thinking I was a bad teacher, and then like, and just so much self doubt. And then I'll have like an observation, or someone will like give compliment me, and I'm so taken aback by that. But then I realized, like, no one else has seen me in this way. No one else is having these, like, negative thoughts. That's all in my head. Yeah. And it's so weird because they feel so real. Like, this year in particular, I had another teacher who was in the room and just heard me teaching. Mm -hmm. And she wrote, she was like, I I wish I would have had a teacher like you when I was a kid. Because I would have had so much fun oh. and I would have just loved school. Mm. And I like, I, you know, you don't think yeah. about yourself in that way. You just sure. think like, how is this lesson going? You're like minute to minute, like day to day, you're just kind of grinding. Yeah. Yeah. And then to hear that perspective, I was like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I think it's, I mean takes a lot of effort to get out of your mind and out of that yeah. negative mindset but and like is, even to keep it up right yeah. like to continue once you but like find most it. people but most people are just like they're just taken by that they're just default mindset and they don't 
ever like think about trying to like be intentional about the a different way of being right or just go oh i don't you know i don't think i'm a good teacher and so that's just what i do but then and i think that's what that's what a lot of golfers are like as well is like just well i'm just here to play and i'm do my best i'm gonna get mad when i don't make a par and that's the that's all i can am here it's a very like small way of seeing things but if you can think if you can work through it then it's and you're able to like have a place to go from there. It's like, well, I know this is my tendency, and I, I, but there's other ways of of seeing it, and so that's what I'm going to try to do. Right, and you know what else I've thought about is how we don't, as adults, we don't often get a lot of feedback. Like as kids, we get it all the time. Yeah. We're used to getting feedback, and then you go out into the world, you start your career, you just people don't tell you how you're doing. That's true. And that I think that's challenging because then it becomes up to you to decide, well, how am I doing? Am I worth it? Am I doing good? Et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, you got to find, find your thing. All right. I feel like I have to give a, a hickory golf check-in for my people. Go for it. I, I don't, I mean, yeah, I'm curious. How's it going? It's going pretty good. I'm going to pull up my, uh, every, after every time I play golf, I write down when I played, who I played with. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I played eight times this year, which is not that many. It's not that many for me. Let's see. At this time, okay, June, what's the date? June 19th? It's Juneteenth. Didn't, I won't say it. At this time last year, wow, this is going to be crazy. What number did I say? Eight? Eight. All right, let's, one, two. Guess how many times I had played last year at this time? Well, it was eight this year. How many? Last year? It's been like six months. No, no, what do you mean? It's been six months. Of no, the like year. by this time last year. Yeah. Yeah. So this year I've played so, eight times. Yeah. So January to June. Yeah, but I mean you don't play in January. <laughs> <laughs> so just in well, the season. All right. You know? yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Uh, let's say maybe you played 15 times. 25 times. Wow. Yeah. Well. That's crazy. Second kid came. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. Thank you for being around. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, I probably got points for this one because you. I'm not mad about that. Jeez. <laughs> eight, I'm kind of mad about that. <laughs> need to get out more. 25 to 8. Unbelievable. That's quite a know, drop. I didn't know I was signing up for this. Uh, and can you even swing the club anymore? How's it going <laughs> out there? It's going fine. <laughs> it's going fine. I'm working on my game. I didn't realize we needed an update like this. Well, so I've played eight times all the time. I've only used I've only used hickory clubs every round. Now people ask me, yeah. Why are they called hickory clubs? <laughs> Shaft is made out of hickory wood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
No, we gotta. We gotta know. I don't. I I did not know. No, I know it's made out of wood. I don't know. Is it actually hickory? Like, we need to know. Hickory is not like an expensive wood. I thought know? it might have been an expression. Like, it's a, they're not going to call it a wooden club. Does that sound stupid? We'll call it hickory. I see. We'll, we'll, we'll call it you the call name it of the wood that it is. A metal, you call it irons. I don't know. It's iron. Iron <laughs> is a metal. This oh, the my same God. Way. This is unbelievable. You're learning something. Okay, so they're actually made of hickory. Yeah. Okay. So I so um there are people who are listening that didn't know that, so all right, maybe. You know, people message us about the hickory stuff. There's a like a woman who messaged us saying, like, my husband is into hickory. Can we get your like contact? So we sent him to her. So feel free to reach out. It's a movement for you sure. Can email me, Andy at the golfpractice dot com. Any hickory thoughts? I'll respond. <laughs> Wait. This, this Maybe you should have a new email, Andy Hickory Thoughts. No, 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 just <laughs> Andy at the golf <laughs> practice. Um, this, this, this sweatshirt is the Lakeshore Country Club sweatshirt, and I got it because my team won the staff, the spring staff event. It was my team was me, Peter Donahue, and and Eddie Eddie Shu, and we won. Yeah. And I, I use my hickory clubs. That's incredible. It was a Stableford scoring event. So it's like if you make a par, you get two points. Birdie, you get four points. And we won because, well, I broke 80, which was good. It's good for me with hickory clubs. Peter, Don, Peter, um, he's like 73 now. He made two birdies on the front nine. And that, that won the day for us. Did you just give away his age? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know if that's even correct. Um, I think it is. Um, he made two birdies. So he and Eddie broke 80 as well. So were they like, playing hickories? No, no. They were oh. playing the normal clubs. But I was okay. playing hickories. No one was afraid of our team going into it. We were the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> no one was afraid yeah. of our team. Because like, we, we were a team last year and we didn't win. Um, or like we were paired as a group last year. We didn't win. Well, what do you think was the difference? Um, because we got used to playing with each other as, as you know, golf's not really a team game, but, but Eddie and I have very specific tendencies. Like for me, I'm not like, I'm not a very like good, I'm not a very accurate driver. I don't hit drives that accurate, but I can still like play pretty good. So, I think people who like play with me for some of the first time, they'll like see me hit some of these drives and think I'm not very good at golf. And so that thro- that throws them off a little bit, you know, it's kind of like I'm on their team. And Eddie for Eddie, she, you know, she's a division one golfer. Um, but like her, her short game, her putting is like not very good. So she'll like hit a drive right down the middle. She'll hit an iron to like 12 feet. And then she'll just like leave the putt like five inches short. There's like over and over and over again. It's like the same exact story. And so that now that, you know, Eddie and I had played together, that doesn't, her misses on the putts doesn't phase me anymore. I knew what to expect. My drives, she knew what to expect. We knew what we had going in and we played really good. Um, and Peter just, he hits perfect 
No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Birdies. He, no, but I think I think the fact that I played the Hickory Clubs it made Peter think a little bit like, hey, I gotta, I gotta step in here <laughs> for the team. Like Andy's playing wooden clubs. I can't, you know, I can't be the one. You know, he's not gonna do that much for the team. And so right. he he made two birdies in the front nine. Wow, it was incredible. So and this is a true underdog story, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's one I, story for how the clubs. Mi- I, I mean, wait, yeah. how many teams w- were competing? Four. Okay. I joined. So I joined the, there's a society of hickory golfers. Yes. And you can join. I joined it. It's $50. <laughs> okay. I did not know that cost money. Yeah. And I don't really know what it gets, what it gets. But, <laughs> but wait, I joined. You joined the hickory golf society. Yeah. You got a hat. I bought that hat separate. Okay. You did you get anything for joining? I think they're gonna mail me a bag tag, but also I get a handicap. I'm just I'm just like part of the group. No, I'm that's like more fi- part I'm of not, the group. I'm yeah. not like Yeah, I'm more it's more about like being fine. part of the group. I just felt like I wanted I wanted to do it. I uh But when is the hickory open? We're not there. We're not get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're still on this we're still on this year. Okay. Hickory golf. So Part of the, when you join a society of Hickory Golfers, you get a handicap. You can do a handicap. So you type in your scores and it tells you what your handicap is. Right. For your Hickory scores. Okay. So I've done that. So I did that with my eight Hickory scores. My handicap's a 6.8, which. Is that good? It's a single <laughs> digit handicap. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not as good as, like, my best handicap would have been. Like a plus a plus handicap, which is like your you have the potential to shoot under par. That would have been last year. Um but now I've switched. I so it's probably six I don't know. I don't know exactly because I haven't played quite as much. I would say it's four shot three or four shots worse than it would be with with modern clubs. But I've only played eight rounds with it. I've only had a few months under my belt, so I feel like there's potential for improvement. The more I, the more I get out there with it. But that's not bad. No, it's it's definitely not bad. There's a lot of people who would be really happy if that was their handicap. Great. Yeah, that means you're breaking eighty just about every time. I've broken eighty, I think every time. Let's see, I shot a 79, 77, 85, 80, 77, 76, 77, 79. So. Great. That, yeah, it's good. Do you think it's benefiting you to play less? Maybe each round is more meaningful. Maybe you're having better yeah. rounds. Yeah, well, because I played I in our class, our Thursday night class at Sunset Valley, we got to um we got to play like I got to play with the group because there was you know, there's like three kids left. Whatever the way it worked. I was gonna have to take a group. Sometimes I don't take a group. I'm like there's other coaches, part time coaches or interns that take a group and I kinda float between them but I was going to take a group and there was three of them and I got to play with them and we played 11 holes. And I was like, really, I really like cherished those 11 holes. I didn't, I don't count those 11 holes in my, you know, in my note because that was, it was work, you know, technically it was work. Um, but I was like really happy that I got to play. So I, I did feel like I enjoyed it more than I would have otherwise. So I think there's, there's something to that. So, the less you play, the more enjoyment. 
Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. Okay, not we can't actually sum it up. Yeah, yeah, because the less you play, the, the <laughs> less you play, then you get into these situations or you like hit these shots that it's like, oh, if I had played more, if I had been playing more, then I would, it wouldn't be, I'd be doing better, right? I just, mm-hmm. just well, a little more confident, like which way the, you know, which way the ball is curving and, and you wouldn't have as many like little errors around the greens or with, with wedges and stuff. Do you think with the Hickory Clubs, you're coming into it with lower expectations and that's helping overall to kind of feel like, okay. It started, it started that way, but now I have, now I'm like, I can shoot. Now under you par. have. I, I, I can shoot under par with these, so I have expectations. So I need. Okay. Like nothing to lose. To work, but, but, I, but I need to get to that point though. I need to play with no expectations. I can't. Nothing to lose. You just go out there. Well, well, there is something to lose though, because if I, if I go out and shoot ni- like ninety five, I'll be in, I'll, people think I'm an idiot. So you can lose that. Lose your confidence. No, it's like your pride. Well, a little bit, but it's also like your like part of. Um, there's a little. There's not. There's a little bit of like being a like being a, being a coach. You have to know what mm. you have to like know what you're doing. You have to be able to do it well in order to teach other people how to do it to, to some extent. You don't have to be like a professional golfer to do it. But like if I was like teaching someone a lesson and they asked me to hit a shot and I like shanked three shots into the woods, they would be like, who am I getting a lesson from? Oh, here? interesting. You know? So it's like, there's a little bit of like, you have to be able to, even with, the, even with kids, like you have to be able to play like to a high enough level. You have to play least, well enough. Yeah. Just well enough. I think so. Uh, when you interviewed, did you have to play? No. Okay. I didn't interview. I knew Al. I, knew oh. I had relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just thinking. Like, yeah. that's interesting, you know. But there is a thing. If you want to get your PGA, uh, whatever whatever it is, you have to pass a plane called a plane aptitude test. Yeah. You have to sh- shoot under 77, I think, twice. That makes sense. Yeah. Which I could almost do with hickories, so that would be cool. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, but so I'm playing. We're gonna play three times in Minnesota this week. So we'll check in. So I'll get into double digits for the yeah. rounds played. Yeah. By next time we check in, um, and we found the Hickory, the 2024 Hickory U.S. Open was announced that it's coming to Kenosha Country Club. Mm. So that's on that's the September close. 2024. So. Fifteen September. months away. Oh, what? Yeah. What's the twenty twenty three one? That's in New York. Oh. There's a there's so in twenty twenty three there's a the Wisconsin Hickory Open is at Lasonia. And you're not course. going to that one? No, I th- I think I have to. You're I, so you're going this year. Yeah. Why did you tell me about the other one? I'm confused. Well, because they're di- it's like. Uh, the difference between like the John Deere Classic and the U.S. Open, wait, as far as hickory tournaments are concerned. So there's two hickory tournaments. Can there's you a lot of hickory. Tournaments. I'm confused. There's a mil- there's, what? There's, there's a lot of hickory tournaments. This is a growing group of people. I feel like I didn't hear what you said. Like I didn't register that these are different tournaments. There's multi- so every year there's the Wisconsin Hickory Golfers is a okay. like, association. They host 
two at least two tournaments a year. One they do at Whistling Straits, which is in May. Okay. And the other is at Lasonia, which is in September. And they invite Illinois Hickory anyone golfers. Can go. you, uh, they, anyone can just go sign up. Okay. You know, get invi- You know, yeah, everyone's invited. It's the Hickory Open, so anyone. So can you're go. going. What month is this? September. Okay. That's the plan. I haven't paid the check yet. The, the sign up is like <laughs> write a check to this guy. It's got his <laughs> name on it. So. Well. Um, yeah, it's not like an online thing. That's I mean, how I mean. What? That's how we got our dog. We just wrote a check yeah, to exactly. a guy <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> same feeling. Same. <laughs> sent a same check thing. to the guy. He put it on his board. He said, "When we have a puppy, we'll call you." Yeah, same thing here. Wow. So, um, wow. So, so want to do that? Because um, uh, I and I think my friends are gonna do it. My, you know, I think Jansen and Pete. Okay. Are gonna do it Great. with me. That's good. And can family come watch? Yeah, but it's like a Thursday, Friday, though. You're not going to take off work. We can take off. <laughs> we can pause our lives to come witness this. I think it'd be great. I don't know if it's really like a bring kids, bring like two-year-olds type of event. I think we should. I think we should be there. <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> I think we should come. You can and we you will not be watching every hole. You, you, Eleanor will make it like one hole. Yeah, that's great. All right, it'll be so fun. All right. Every fine. time when we watch golf on TV, yeah. Eleanor thinks that you uh, are playing no, golf. Yeah, I know. Data is everywhere yeah. to her. Yeah. Any guy, it's like there's data. Yeah, great. I mean, let's so come. let's invite you know whatever. Let's invite your parents. They she can would think that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> we can, can invite come. my parents. <laughs> just invite everyone. What? Invite everyone on the, from the podcast. Let's wow. just have a gallery. Let's have let's have a gallery. So Okay. Uh, so that's the plan. I think Pete and Jansen are in How far away is Lasonia? Three and a half hours. Three hours. Three hours. Okay. It's not too bad. Cool. Um so that's this you know, that's this year and then going to next, you know, a year from that would be the Hickory Open. Which, Which is a you, bigger deal. That's like the U.S. Hickory Open. It's and a big, do it's you the biggest have, tournament. Do you have to qualify? You have to. You have to apply for it. With your handicap. Well, I, I assume it's part <laughs> of that the application, but I think there's more. You know, I don't know. I would. Like I think some years, it probably depends on the location. I think some years, there's not like they don't fill up, so it's okay. like anyone could do it. But then yeah. I think other years, if well, there's a lot of, you know, if there's more interest. Well, clearly there is. Yeah. It uh, sounds more, like. I mean, more people are getting into it. Yeah, so like then you, you said. you probably have to, like, if I said, like, hey, here's some my tournament scores. You say, I'm a member of the Hickory well, yeah, no, Club. Ca- no, to do <laughs> <laughs> no, the Society of Hickory Golfers. <laughs> to, to, to do the U.S. Hickory Open, you have to be a member of the Was that the Society hat of Hickory Golfers. that you thought you saw? On that guy's head yeah. the other day. Yeah. You th- it's the same color. Yeah. All right. Andy saw Andy saw a guy walking down the street. We were driving home. Yeah. He said, I think that guy has my same hat. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Hickory Golf hat. Yeah. It's <laughs> rare. Why, I, why, I'm surprised those. you didn't pull over and make just Double check. The family in the car. Introduce yourself. Well, that's what I mean. I almost He's did. Clearly in the neighborhood. That's what I was saying. You're you gonna have know. to keep wearing yeah. that hat everywhere you yeah. go. Yeah. See now you understand. Wow. Um, so that's that's the plan. Um, 
So it sounds like hickories are the future. I mean, I don't want to, I can't predict the future, but it's like every time, I think every time I have one of my students um, hit them, they, they just love, they love how it feels. They love it. And so they're they're not ready to go buy a set yet because I don't know people aren't as adventurous as I am I guess but more and more that people try it and like it they're and then also I think I think people are getting um, maybe this is just me projecting onto other people but the all of uh, professional golf with like the live and the PGA merger and like the Saudis and it's like it's all about money and like we're doing we're paying more money for more tournaments and they're talking about like rolling back the golf ball and people are complaining about that and you know Justin Thomas is saying like this is the worst thing you could ever do to golf I think I think people are getting a, like at least getting a little bit more at least if they weren't already disillusioned with like the state of like professional golf and this idea of like, I want to be just like, we don't have Tiger Woods. It's not like, I want to be just like Tiger Woods anymore. Where like, I want to play his clubs and I want to dress like him and I want to play as far distances as him. People are like seeing golf in all these different ways. And so I think we're getting closer to people not really looking at professional golf as the example of golf anymore. And so then it's like, once you can get past that, then your options, and then also I think people are getting, which then would get closer to the people not seeing that like, hey, score is the most important thing for me. Mm -hmm. Like, that then that would open people up to seeing other ways of of playing golf and approaching golf. And so if you can get to that place, then it's like, well, actually, a hickory golf that makes makes the most sense. Like this is just as like hundred year old. This is how it kind of started. It's there's no technology in the clubs. It's like it's just you making the swings. Like there's nothing to blame except yourself. And so it's like, well, why not? But also it's not like that hard. So it's like, well, why not just play golf this way? Follow your bliss. Sure. That's that's what it is. Follow your bliss. Yeah, but it's also like follow your but like, that, that like, seems like, like such a personal thing though. I think I think no, it's I'm different saying... though. I think it's like once you experience something that you never considered before, but it's magic and you see that it's better that you're talking like, about. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's not follow bliss. your bliss. But that's that like follow what brings you joy. That's like follow the bliss of follow the bliss of golf, right? Like it, when no. I hear people say follow your bliss, it's like, well, what do you want to do? And, and this is a little bit different. Of like, hey, just like open your mind to like what's out there and maybe a different way of seeing this thing that you love and and that if you do that you might actually you might actually like it even more than you thought i see it differently okay it's fine i think follow your bliss is like what brings you joy it's like sure. very pure and simple and it's not like trying to be anything so if you you might be surprised by what your bliss is yeah. Yeah. And you just follow it. Like yeah, you hit sure. a hickory club. It feels really great. Follow that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've got one student, Henry. He's a really good. He's a really good player. He's in seventh grade. But every, he, uh, he let him hit the clubs all, whenever he wants. And he's like, he's always like, where, you know, how much were these? Where do you, where do you get them? So he's going to probably get some at some point. Um, yeah, I think it's great. Roll it back. 
Yeah. Roll it back. I don't know how many years. Hundred. History repeats. <laughs> it does. Here we are. Hundred years. Here yeah. we are. Um Feather feather balls. No. See those take <laughs> those take like twenty four hours to like make one ball. So it, yeah, but someone is gonna come along and say, That doesn't matter. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make the balls. Yeah. What, one a day? Great. I'll do that. Yeah, but then how many they they could make three hundred and sixty five well, a year. They're gonna do it for a hobby. They're not gonna do it to make <laughs> no, a profit. No, but like I'm just saying, like, yeah, somebody c- there are probably somebody people who make them, but I'm just saying it's impractical for people to actually use them. Yeah. Anymore because there's a lot of people who play golf, so it's like, yeah, we need it. There's some things that are good with technology, and some things that are are not as not as helpful. So, so this is all great, but the PGA and Live are combining. So. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know exactly. It doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. I haven't read all the, the documents. No, but that, that's not, my point so, is okay. that it's like this stuff is is all hap- it's just all about it's just all about money and it's not about it's not about golf or Right, but it's you know, it's people. also you're you're kind of saying like maybe pushing amateur golfers or just people playing golf to kind of like try to find a more simpler yeah. game. Yeah. That's cool. That's probably a good, the best outcome sure. we could Thank hope you. for. Thank you. <laughs> With live Thank and you PGA. Live golf. Right? Yeah. I mean, great. Well, never thought we'd end, we'd end the pod thinking live golf, but here we are. <laughs> we're not, I would not say we're thinking. We're thinking live golf. What you just said is live golf is making people play hickory golf. And I agree. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism is pushing people in the opposite right. direction. You're right. You're right. Capitalism. Thank you, capitalism. Thank you, live golf. Um, I think that's that's what we'll, that's what we'll end on. Yeah. Many thanks. This I is, this was a true pleasure. I don't think I've swung a hickory club, so I look forward to that. Let's get out. We'll get out there this week. Get we have to figure out how to out. bring the babies. All right. Thank you. Before you get off the golf course today, you could have some moments that will change the course of your